0: This episode of the Poncho Section is brought to you by Murray's Place. Murray's Place is a lot like Airbnb, except it's just one guy named Murray living in a studio apartment in Brooklyn with ten cats. So if you're coming to New York, check out Murray's Place. It's pretty cheap, and Murray likes to cuddle. Murray's Place. Beats sleeping on the streets.
1: So How's your day going? My day is fantastic. Yeah? Now, now it's fantastic. Although it is today, we are recording on a Monday. Yes. And it's been one of those
0: Mondays. Yes, mm. we got a case of the Mondays. Yeah. Like the Monday blues. I'm pretty sure on my way to work today, I saw a time traveler. Yeah. What happened? Uh, he was definitely from the early two thousands because his hair—he had uh, bleached tips, frosted oh, tips. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he, I
1: mention bringing that back? Yeah. He yeah.
0: clearly didn't listen to our podcast, so he does not know about our, uh, our wig product that's coming out. Yes. Yeah. Wow. See what I did there? There we go. Bringing it back to another <laughs> another uh, podcast we did. That's the quality of podcast that you can expect to, at the poncho section. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Making references to old, old podcasts, you know, inside jokes. That's what we know? do. We're, po- we're a whole podcast and family. We got uh, the... The the poncho heads? I don't know what, what our our fans well, would be what, called. What would we call them? The, I don't know. Yeah, I guess the poncho heads. Or the the po- <laughs> the ponch the ponchettes. The ponchettes. The pon-
1: the, that sounds like the rockets.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Whatever they are. We're a family. Essentially, we're the family from Fast and Furious. So yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. family. Except instead of uh driving fast cars, we, we talk about Mel Brooks a lot. Yeah, it's pretty
1: much the same thing. Pretty much. Uh,
0: so yeah, listen to the poncho section. You'll be like Vin Diesel. Spread yeah. the word.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Please. And speaking of the '90s, um, <laughs> we uh, we were just watching. Well, we we started watching. We started. This, uh, 1997 classic, and no, it's not Titanic. <laughs> It is the movie Zeus and Roxanne, <laughs> starring Steve Gutenberg and somebody else. I don't know her name, what her name. Was. I looked it up. You guys can go to your Google machines and uh, look that up, or, or Bing it if you will. If you use Bing, um, <laughs> yeah. that's your
0: fancy. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that movie is pretty terrible. And 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 we're going on a theme today of movies that we liked when we were kids, mm-hmm. and we want to see how they held up. Yeah. And so we started we started this one. And I kind of remember as a kid, I remember, like, I guess I liked it. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I just, it doesn't really stand out in my memory. Mm-hmm. So uh, upon second viewing, it just kind of goes to show that it's pure crap.
0: Yeah, I remember owning this on VHS. and yeah. you, Oh, you owned it on VHS? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And <laughs> did you go? At, did you ask your parents? Like, I want to
1: get that one. Take I'm, me. Honestly, I, could, I
0: couldn't tell you, wh- like, what was the uh, the impetus all, that got us. All to I want this is movie. a VHS tape of Zeus. Zeus is all I want. But I don't remember it being that boring. Mm-hmm. Like nothing happened to the point where we was just like, let's no, we can't, we can do this. This Ye- is this is awful. Yeah, and and
1: we're not gonna look. We're not gonna do like what uh podcasts like how did this get made do or like Mystery Science Theater, although I do like watching movies now and doing the commentary like in Mystery Science Theatre. Oh Theater. definitely it is, it is fun and I was doing it a little bit for this movie. <laughs> so it's definitely fun to do it on your own or with friends. But I guess what we're we're more doing is looking at things that we liked mm-hmm. as kids and looking back on that and saying, Does this hold up? Have we grown past this? That sort yeah. of thing. Or or maybe certain movies that didn't like I mean, that would be another thing to explore is movies you didn't like and then liked it years later because you you caught on to it years later. Right. That's happened to me. But this is, I think this is a topic that we, we're definitely going to come back to it and absolutely and do multiple episodes of this because this is this could go on forever. Yeah, I mean, there's well, so many movies out.
0: there. And it's funny how this kind of started with uh, right before we started recording the last episode. Yeah, we just happened to turn on Netflix and we watched Blank Check. Yeah, and that does not stand up to, to time. No, it did not, not. It does, does not, not stand up, the test of time. No, and I
1: don't even again. I don't know. I mean, so that movie is very much of the 90s, I would say. And even then, I can imagine being our age and being like, what the fuck is this? This is pure crap. But there are a lot of... But I mean, again, just with time, like a lot of things are dated, Mm -hmm. especially the computers. Yeah. If you haven't seen Blank Check, they use 90s computers, which are obviously outdated. Absolutely. Uh, And it's also very much a kid's movie. And I was just saying... And I was saying this before the podcast started, that there are movies now like movies like Pixar movies that are made for kids and for adults as well mm-hmm. so they kind of they're very careful about dialogue and uh, i guess about the themes too so that it can appeal to everyone whereas you know those those other movies are pure kids movies
0: yeah yeah there's there's nothing i think people of our age would get out of a, a lot of these movies that like you're saying that were based mainly for kids as opposed to a Pixar movie where they'll throw in some adult humor that will definitely go over the kid's head but it at least makes it bearable for adults and parents who are with their kids to watch these movies
1: yeah that's true and so this is something that i can imagine now going with my parents they were probably miserable the whole time to go (laughs) see Black check with me because 94 i was five years old when this came out and i did see them in the theater oh my god i said i want to see that please take me and they did (laughs) and they took me and yeah we said it's a disney movie right Disney? Yeah,
0: it was Disney, um, and it was just laced with 90s, I don't know, just the 90s. The whole thing was about a million dollars, where, I mean, for a kid, yeah, that's a lot of money, but they're, the main bad guy was, like, doing all these illegal activities for a million dollars, and it just mm-hmm. didn't seem to fit that character. Oh, yeah.
1: Not, not On not. top
0: of that, there was just other things that, like, stood out that were, like, wow, that's this is the 90s. Like, they he the kid bought the castle. He mm-hmm. was... So he ended up uh, using like his laptop to do like a voice changing kind of thing, so he could like pretend to be an adult, uh, do it like bidding for a house, and he happened to be bidding for the same house that the bad guy was bidding for. Yeah. And the starting price was like $100,000 mm-hmm. for a castle in like, I don't know where this where this took place. Was it like L.A. or something like that? Yeah, I guess California. You're, you're
1: supposed to assume it's somewhere in yeah, the Los Angeles area. Probably.
0: So first off, the fact that like this castle-sized uh, like mansion was only $100,000. Yeah. And then he, so he ended up like through wacky 90s stuff, ended up buying the house for like 300,000 yeah. and then he had 700,000 left over to just build the coolest th- it's place ridiculous. ever for a kid. He's it was pretty like, cool. He's got
1: go karts and every yeah. video game imaginable.
0: Yep. He had like the VR cassette. Yeah. Uh, he had like a, his, a best friend limo driver or something like that. Yeah. Which was weird. That was yeah, weird. There, there was, was a lot of, the adults yeah, in the movie were the most disturbing part of that yes, whole thing. Yes.
1: Um, we'll get into the parents but the other woman that's with him
0: the are you talking about the FBI agent
1: the no isn't she in the the bank or work for the bank or something
0: Is the old woman the old no no oh she wait so she's an FBI she, agent? yeah she's an FBI agent so, yeah, that, I need to pick up so okay so the, yeah the I don't know what you would call it. You can't call it a love interest. The kid was like 11 or something. He like takes her out there like in the sprinklers yeah. at one point. So <laughs> I guess, I don't know. the. I'm going to put it in the biggest quotes as possible. The love interest mm-hmm. was an FBI agent who was undercover at the bank. Oh, and, she's undercover. Yeah, and ah, he ends up like right. taking her out on a date because she's interested in this character that he's created who is Mr. MacIntosh, is the individual who quote unquote bought the house. Yeah, but as his him using like that dark that deeper voice because Steve Jobs doesn't exist. Right. In this, in this I world. guess I guess not. Um, <laughs> so Mr. Macintosh, and so I guess she's in, she's curious about this Mr. Macintosh. So she decides to go out on a date with a child, and it's just beyond inappropriate. Yeah. And I just keep thinking like, imagine switching the gender roles. And yeah, it's a little that girl. That would not fly, fly at all.
1: Male. Yeah not fly at all and this barely flies yeah i mean i guess you know what it is it, because it's a kids movie and you know that going into it mm-hmm. it's like oh nothing bad can happen because it's
0: pg right
1: like they'll never break any like weird boundaries it's never going to get weird because it's still a kids
0: although movie. she kisses him at the very end with on the lips, which yeah. was ah uh, i mean you're I, she said something weird, but like call me up in like seventeen years or something like that. Yeah. Or call me up in like I don't know eleven years. Something creepy. Yeah,
1: that's always a funny joke. Yeah. Call yeah. me when you're old. Like no, that's <laughs> like you're still you're you're gonna age too. Yeah. You know, like that, and at that point, we'll be like, nah. so, <laughs> no. Not interesting. So yeah, the
0: the, the movie was so bizarre. When it came to the adults and the parents, what? Yeah, yeah the parents were. The, were what the is thing going on? Yeah.
1: Especially the dad, who was like, he was yeah, all, he was all about the value of hard work. The I mean, how old is that kid? He's like ten years old. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, you can't even technically work until you're like fourteen. Yeah, and his, his older brother and his like douchebag friend—they're—they're they're doing something. Uh, I don't yeah, know, like so he's so proud of them because they're—they're they're working right,
0: they're and they just, treat this kid like shit.
1: And the mother has no say in anything. No, the she's mother, completely useless. She's, us. she's there. Yeah, I yeah she. Uh, that's also really there good. Were a that, few, that also
0: shows the time, too. There were a few weird things from this movie that I felt like they saw other movies and were like, oh, let's let's do something like that. They take the, little bits from yeah, different movies. Yeah, because in the beginning, he goes to that fair or whatever, and it's kind of like a big moment where, as in with Big with Tom Hanks, it was his height that was an issue. He couldn't get on, go on the rides because he was too small. He wanted to be big. And in this case, this kid didn't have any money and his dad was a, such an asshole that he didn't give him any money to go to the fair. And so he couldn't go on the rides because he didn't have money. So he essentially wished that he had money. He didn't have a Zoltar machine, but he yeah. ended up getting a blank check after the bad guy ran over his bike. But I feel like it's kind of, yeah. it's a
1: hybrid of that and Home Alone sort of. Yeah. It has like a little bit of those elements too. And I feel like this was like something that was made from Macaulay Culkin and they couldn't afford him. <laughs> so they got this kid who was like... He, I, I—the only credits I know of his was that he was in Family Ties. So for older listeners, yeah, I, he was the young kid on Family
0: Ties. I. His name was Ryan uh, so Bonsell. Yeah. yeah so All I know I, is I I've looked. I've looked him up recently, and he's got like tattoos on his face, and he's yeah. to jail or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like time didn't didn't work for this movie or him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that one is maybe for kids, but. There's plenty of other kids' movies that you could show to kids that are much better.
0: Yeah, this one was weird, and it had Tone Loke in it. Yeah. The really? guy, he was from Ace Ventura, right. and uh, he sang Funky Cold Medina, or Medina, yeah. Medea, Medi- Medina. Yeah. I don't know. It was bizarre. It's a weird one. It was a, it was a very morally ambiguous movie. <laughs> we
1: give it two thumbs
0: down. Two thumbs down.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about something else, because we don't want to go you know, right. We don't want to movie blank check. We could go on for a while. Definitely.
0: So what was uh, another movie that you saw trying to, uh, for, for this podcast?
1: So I re- over the weekend, watched the movie mall rats. Okay. Which is, is in a totally different category. Mm-hmm. So, but it is nineties. It is nineties, it but it's not, it's not a kid's movie right. by any sense of the word.
0: <laughs> Definitely not. But
1: it does bring up something interesting, especially when I was younger And I don't know if it was the same case for you, but I always felt like when I would see a rated R movie, it was always so cool because it was like you were doing something that was like edgy or you were doing something that wasn't necessarily allowed. And so you automatically, at least for me, enjoyed the movie. (laughs) So like I saw Silence of the Lambs, I was like 11. Oh, sure. And it's a great movie. Mm -hmm. It still is. But at the time I was like, this movie's great because I just thought it was really cool I saw it at my friend's house, and then like, and my parents didn't know that I was watching this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it was like one of those situations. So the same goes for a lot of those comedies, mm-hmm. and so when I watch things years later, it doesn't always hold up because you're like, oh, maybe I only liked it because it was just cool to see a radar movie at the time, and I didn't really know what was going on.
0: Okay, so what? And, and in the
1: case in the case of Mallrats, uh, it's yeah, it's a fun movie. Like, yeah. It's funny. Um, it's not the best. It's certainly not my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Okay. But yeah. uh, I would say it doesn't hold up to the way that I remember it when I was younger, but it still holds up decently well. Again, it's another one that's very much 90s, mm-hmm. you know, 90s mall. I mean, this, the way people are dressed and everything is very 90s. Yeah. Also, you know, it's a, a lot of it's very unrealistic, but you kind of go, you, you kind of give them creative liberty on that. Okay. Yeah. Where they can do those types of things. Yeah. So I would say that's one that sort of holds up. That's more just like a enjoyable nostalgia movie. Oh, you sure. Just like watch it. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember
0: this. Definitely funny. Yeah. Uh, sort of similar to uh, your kind of the idea that you brought up with is kind of that. You had that edgy moment where you're like, oh, I'm watching an Rated R movie right now. Yeah, I really yeah. shouldn't be. I had a bunch of those. And it was because my dad would remember like mo- certain movies. And he would remember, oh, I had a really good time watching those movies. I thought they were really like funny. So he would rent certain movies for me that I probably shouldn't have watched at a certain oh, age. Oh,
1: really?
0: Because I think he just forgot what certain things were in it. Like I remember watching Police Academy when I was really young. Mm-hmm. And Caddyshack yeah. when I was really young. So like there's certain scenes where people are just like topless and this yeah. and that, and I just remember uh, also kind of feeling like, oh man, this is this is awesome. He totally like forgot what this is. I yeah. feel like if I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't bring this up because right. like, then I'll get like in, in trouble for watching this. But like there's some sort of like I think extra fun of watching something that you shouldn't be watching necessarily at at a certain age. Absolutely, and I think it's funny your dad would do that because. <laughs>
1: Same with my parents, it was something they liked, Mm -hmm. then you could watch it with them. Yeah. (laughs) But I remember for some, and this is off topic, but for some weird reason, they wouldn't let me see The Sixth Sense for the longest time. Really? They saw it and they're like, I don't know. And then I saw it and I was just kind of like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, that wasn't that. I remember being like so underwhelmed by it. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Great. Like, there was nothing that was particularly frightening.
0: That's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, Haley Joel Osment sees dead people. I also know it's a movie. Yeah. I was very aware of that. I, I I've always been good with that. Yeah. With that boundary. You know, people get really scared of horror movies, and and yeah, mm-hmm. they, they are scary. But I'm always good with that boundary of like I know that's that's a screen. Yeah, I know that's not real. Like I'm I'm very good with with separating the
0: two. That's funny. I was always like sort of bad with it. I knew it to the extent where like I know that none of this is real. To to kind of like. I don't know, wean off any of those people's like, oh, movies make ki- kids violent or anything like that. It was more of like I had an overactive imagination, so i know, yeah, that's not real at all. But then I'd have the craziest nightmares yeah. <laughs> thinking like, oh, no, like I had something like that with um, the first X-Men movie where I just I knew I was like, oh, that's fake. And then the at like night, I just had like, crazy nightmares where like, just things started shooting out of my hands or whatever, yeah. or I like, touch people. And, like, zap them out. But that was always just the after effect of uh, trying to go to sleep after watching these movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, Silence of the Lambs never scared me. Because, and I never had nightmares about that. But I had nightmares about Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Oh, so my you God. Know what, so, you know what? Things <laughs> things happen in kind of strange ways sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but going back to Mallrats, Yes. right? Good for nostalgia. <laughs> okay, that's, excellent. That's the bottom line. I would say.
0: So yeah, so it's sort of held up, you'd say? Sort of held up. Yeah, good for I nostalgia. Think,
1: I think it's it had it's kind of half and half, where mm-hmm. it has that, and then it was like at the time, oh, it's cool, and the same goes for the movie because I'd seen it uh, somewhat recently. Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, okay. That was the same thing because I remember when that came out, people were like, "Oh, it's so funny! It's so funny!" Mm-hmm. It was in like sixth grade. Yeah. So yeah, it's really funny for sixth graders. As you get as you get older, it's like, oh, it's not. It's kind of silly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, that's, yeah, but I, I do like there are certain parts of that movie where they do have some kind of adult stuff. Like they throw in like Mark Hamill's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And like certain things that you would, I think, only get if you were like a bit older. So yeah, but that's that's funny. I was watching the other day, Dunstan Checks In. Yeah, the monkey movie. Yep, and I will say, totally holds up. Really? Yep, it's absolutely. Good. It's good? It's really good. Like yeah. there were one or two moments that I was just like, uh, your 90s is showing mm-hmm. but like <laughs> your 90s is showing overall it was really good like the brother sp- specifically like 90s the brother uh, he had like an older brother and he was totally had like that Eric Matthews from like Boy Meets World kind of thing going yeah, on yeah. same like haircut and he's like I'm the cool brother yeah. or whatever like that so like anytime a girl walked by he'd be like oh hey ladies or whatever yeah. but like for the most part it was just fun and silly and you had uh, Paul Rubin in it yeah. As, yeah. as this and Jason Alexander Jason Alexander the father he owns the hotel right yeah oh he's he's like in the head of like management or at the hotel there's these hoity-toity like crazy rich people that uh, own the hotel and like everybody's afraid of the wife so so, yeah so it's like I think they were called I didn't see this movie in so many years I'm surprised I remember what I do yeah (laughs) so I guess essentially it's there's this for anybody who has not seen Dunstan checks in a it's Jason Alexander and his two kids they live in a, a hotel Jason Alexander's character runs uh, the hotel essentially, mm-hmm. and this guy shows up with a large suitcase, and inside the suitcase is an orangutan, mm-hmm. and yeah, of that course. right. And he's a burglar And he's mm. he finds a way to get the the orangutan Into other people's rooms mm-hmm. at night And he goes out to like see a play That's his motive Not a motive um, That's his alibi yeah. uh, So he's like out to seeing an opera or whatever And while he's out The monkey uh, goes from room to room Stealing people's jewelry and stuff like that And it's like a really rich hotel or whatever <laughs> And I guess the, the bad guy mistreats the monkey uh, the, the orangutan uh, named uh, Dun and so the Dunstan runs away and befriends the little boy Right. And it's just this whole 90s chaos kind of thing going on after that. And it's just, there's some really funny moments. There's some moments that are pretty 90s, but I'd say I had a great time. I I say it really holds up. Well, that's
1: good to know. I'll have to visit that one again. Yeah, and
0: there's definitely, like, there's cer- certain character actors in it that, like, you, you've you seen them all over the place, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, that, that person's in it. And they're they're all great. Mm-hmm. Everybody's great in the movie. So I recommend it. Yeah, and right. say, what, what was our, were we doing a rating, 10 out uh, of 10? We, were, we weren't doing a, a rating, but we were just kind of, I mean, we gave like two thumbs, two, I'm gonna give, two thumbs right. down. Two thumbs down. So I'm going to give this uh, two thumbs up.
1: Dunstan checks tricks and two yeah. thumbs up, all right. <laughs> I, it's, the, that's fun, I didn't expect that one to hold up. I feel like during that time, there were a lot of animal movies. Both wasn't there Zeus already, and Roxanne. Zeus and Roxanne, yeah, that's that's a great example. <laughs> wasn't there another
0: one called Ed That was with a monkey ad. Was it was
1: Ed in I don't know.
0: Or, I do remember there was, what was it, Jim Belushi is the brother? He's the less funny one. Yeah. So he had, like, those canine movies where uh, he, he, it was like a buddy cop movie with him and a dog. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, he,
1: saying, saying he was, like, I mean, he's not just, like, he's the really, really unfunny Belushi. It's, right. like, sad that the even yeah. compare the two. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Ed, what, um. I, I, I could be wrong. There was Mighty Joe Young was one. Oh, of my them. God. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was another eight movie. Yeah, and then it was like, a like lot, Yeah, it was like a lot of like the ad like either like a talking animal or like a, a chaotic animal yeah. causing all kinds of mischief.
0: <laughs> you know, it was like well, Yeah, I mean uh in the nineties they had all the Airbud movies.
1: Airbud, yeah, I'm thinking the Airbud. They might still be making them. Airbuddies,
0: yeah. Just, there's
1: so <laughs> many, so many Airbud movies. Uh, yes, I don't know. That that was just a thing from the '90s. I'm
0: trying to think of what that that movie is that you're mentioning with Ed or something. It might like be that. called Ed, or maybe it's called Eddie. Eddie, I don't know. Um, I'll I'll look it up while we keep talking. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, while but, you look it up, the another movie I watched was Bushwhack, and um, I, I've mentioned this to a few people, and, and some people don't don't remember it. That's but with Daniel Stern yeah right? Daniel Stern uh, essentially it's another like the, the concepts of these movies are kind of bizarre but it it sort of worked this one I'd say it it sort of holds up it doesn't really but it sort of holds up mm-hmm. um it, essentially Daniel Stern plays kind of like a a foolish guy who Daniel Stern does right sometimes he plays. Sort of like, imagine his character from uh, Home Alone, and he didn't have Joe Pesci's character with him, yeah. so he kind of wanted to just do his own thing. Essentially, he's a, a truck driver for an alternate version of, like, FedEx, and he gets... Sort of conned by this guy to deliver packages to him, and and the packages are filled with money. Yeah, and so I guess the the bad guy plan is to frame him for murder. So he shows up, the house is on fire, whatever, and then there's like everybody's out now looking for him, thinking that he killed uh, this bad guy essentially. Yeah. And so through just '90s antics, he's running away and somehow now has to be the leader of a boy scout group and he has to take them through the woods and because okay. essentially his plan is to get to the top of this mountain where he knows another one of those packages is going to be delivered. Yeah. he If he gets to that the top of the mountain, he can get that package and show like, look, this is I'm, I'm innocent. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So <laughs> it turns out the mountain is also where these kids are going camping and through 90s antics, they get, there's a mix up and he they think he's the, the scout leader. Oh, okay. So he takes these kids on this silly journey or whatever, and it has its moments, but it also is just like... uh... I don't know. It didn't. It doesn't really kind of hold up so much. That's one I haven't seen at all. Okay. So that's
1: that's something <laughs> I have to. I'm sure I would ha- yeah. probably have the same opinion as you.
0: Granted, there there are a few character actors in that as well that that were, were decent. There's the um. The, I guess he's sort of one of the bad guys, or not necessarily a bad guy, but like an ambiguous bad guy from Signs of the Lambs. The uh, like that doctor that kind of like torments. Yeah, I know. Was uh, that you are talking about? Yeah, I can't I don't um, know what I'm saying, actually. Though. I, don't know I have the list right here.
1: Um, and then I have to, I have to jump in after. I do I, I found that movie. Oh, here awesome. it is.
0: Uh, his name is Anthony Held. Yeah. yeah. His character's name is Reinhardt Bragdon. So he's the bad guy. He's the one who's trying to frame Daniel Stern's character to, I guess, get away with multi-millions of dollars. This time they're doing multi-million dollars. It's not like blank check where it's just one million. But yeah, um, he's in it. There's a um, an FBI agent, Joe Polito. I'm sure you've, you've definitely seen him. He's been, he was like a, like a big fixture in 90s movies. Joe Polito? Yeah. You've, you've definitely noticed him. But anyway, yeah, so... I'd say it was okay if you if you've gone through most of the movies and you just don't know what to watch, give it a shot. But yeah. Meh, yeah, I know. it's I, just tight, nothing great.
1: Yeah, well, I mean that that seems to be a lot of '90s movies. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fine. By the way, <laughs> Ed is a movie with a monkey, and I'm going to show you the picture. Oh, excellent! You guys can Google it. But the tagline for this movie, I shit you not, is <laughs> it's, so. Okay, wait, I should start. It's a it's a baseball movie. Oh. So it's about so Ed is a I guess. He's on the baseball team with Matt LeBlanc. And, <laughs> and the, in, the, in the poster, the two of them are high-fiving. Oh, and, my God. And the tagline is, minor league, major friendship. Oh, this my God. Style. Check out the movie Ed. I knew there was... I had never seen this movie, <laughs> but I knew there was another one with a monkey. Wow. Uh, I don't know if this one talks. I honestly don't know. But I, like, I just remember seeing... I remember seeing it being around. This came out in 96. It's like, wow. Anyway, so I want to talk about um, the movie, although this is a little past. This is 2002, the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. A while back, I rewatched that movie. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that movie doesn't hold up very well. Okay. Because that's very much of the time. Well, of the time or it's... Maybe it's something that just got played out. Okay. I think, you know, I shouldn't say it was of the time, but there were, I don't really know how to explain it. Just some of the jokes to me fell flat. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of, it's not something maybe you can watch over and over again. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like the first, it's like one of those things the first time you see it mm-hmm. and then you watch it again and you're like, oh yeah, that joke. That's not funny.
0: I remember there being like a big craze around that movie when it first came out. Oh, so like they, they yeah. tried to do a TV show and it completely failed. And they
1: should have said, okay, we tried. Yeah. We made a good indie hit. We tried to make a TV show. Didn't work. We should, you know, hang it up. Yeah. But they decided 15 years later. 15 years later, Probably like that, yeah. Yeah, they decided, no, no, no. We're going to make a sequel because... People really want a sequel to this movie. Of course. And I have a confession to make. Okay. I, I was avoiding the sequel for the longest time because I, was, I saw the preview and I was like, oh, this is stupid. I don't like sequels, blah, blah, And then I, then I had a change of heart. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should give it a chance. Maybe all those bad reviews don't mean anything. <laughs> you know, you can't always go by the critics. So, so I put it on. I actually made it. I was proud of myself. I made it through a half hour. I didn't, right. I didn't think I'd make it that long because it was so bad. I just kept giving it more chances. I was yeah. like, maybe, maybe it's coming. <laughs> and it, all it was, was every single joke, and I was telling you this before the podcast, yeah. it was just, hey, remember this from the first movie? It literally starts out with the guy spraying Windex on his car, which was a big joke from the first <laughs> movie, is that the father puts he thinks Windex salt can cure everything. Yeah. And, you know, poison ivy or what what have you, and he sprays Windex, Windex on everything, you know clean things whatever funny sure the first time yeah but don't don't do it again like we we understand and so it was a lot of it was a lot of that type of thing and i know we weren't gonna go into sequels
0: no i mean it's all right but essentially yeah when you you rehash the same jokes and you don't add anything new what can you really expect well why make a sequel to
1: something that i think and a lot of people might agree that doesn't hold up well I mean, you think maybe if they're going to do that, the idea is to kind of make it fresh and current. Yeah. And instead, they just repeated stuff that was already dated that people had already... I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's still a big group that's like, oh, this movie's great every time I see it. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I also thought I was younger. It's, it's another thing, too. Yeah. The one movie that always holds up, and I'll say it over and over again, is... Spaceballs. Oh yeah. Spaceballs. Every time and I think it gets better and better as I get older. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's excellent. Yeah. So you were telling me before we started, uh you also watched Homeward Bound? Yeah, I did
1: watch Homeward Bound. That and
0: where where do you feel that, that that stands? Does that hold up after all this time? I
1: actually think that one holds up yep. because oh, I think I connect to it differently now. As as an adult. I mean it's still you know, it's funny, it's a kids' movie. It's silly. And you know, a lot of the stuff is ridiculous. I mean it I means it's talking animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing oh to, yeah that's another animal special. yeah yeah you're right that was that was i think though I, that was pretty early 90s if i, if I recall yeah uh, but yeah that was just the the starting of talking animals mm-hmm. but but you know what I did like about homework bound i if you notice now a lot of movies I guess maybe they don't do it so much anymore but because most things are animated now mm-hmm. but yeah the animals are talking but their mouths aren't moving like it's just so oh. so it's just the voice like so the the one dog is michael j fox and it's just his voice and they have the dog on the screen yeah. and I like that I like that they don't move because I think it's creepy when they get like when right they do things and they get them to know it's just the dogs and it's like oh it's like they're wait how are they talking like we can it's
0: fine like yeah the kids
1: you don't really it actually I was thinking about that I'm like yeah you don't need to have the mouths move for the kids to understand if you put the dog on the screen and mm-hmm. you have them they get it right. right that's that's the dog talking
0: you know what other movie did yeah. that and it wasn't good at all but it was the third it was look who's talking now yeah yeah and that was like the look who's talking was with the baby. I think it was Bruce Willis was the baby. Bruce Willis was the baby. Um, and then the third time around, they decided to do dogs. And I actually think it was Danny DeVito and some uh, a woman doing the female voice. It, it wasn't good, but they also did the the thing where you, they didn't make the dogs like move their mouths or anything like that. And you uh, you got it. You understood. I think that's so much better. Yeah,
1: definitely. Because there there's been movies more recently where the like the animals' mouths are moving mm-hmm. creepy, and I don't know why you. need to do that. Because then they don't, I mean, most of the time it's just digital.
0: Yeah, you know which one, sort of? I think they did a half and half. Uh, it was like those Babe Movies, yeah. Because I think that they made the pig like move its mouth a bit, but it was like it naturally made made it move its mouth. And what did they do to that pig? I don't know. Peanut butter? <laughs> Maybe is that uh, whole thing? Put you know, peanut peanut no butter in its mouth. Were, did it ever say in that movie? No
1: pigs were hurt in
0: the making. Honestly, I don't know. I don't. Uh, the only thing I remember was that they had they came out with two talking pig movies yeah, around Gordy. like the same time. Yeah, Gordy, Gordy and Babe. Yeah. And I don't remember which one's which. But one of them had like. I never saw Gordy. I think I was offended by it. I think one of them had like. Maybe it was a dog that got injured or died or something like that. One of them was really sad. There was only room for one Talking Pig movie mm. in this brain.
1: So I was <laughs> like, like Gordy's gonna have to take a back yep. seat. Yeah,
0: I could only. I could deal with uh, maybe two that and like sh- uh, Charlotte's Web. That. Mm. Uh, well, I don't remember what the name of the pig was that. Wilbur. Well, Charlotte's was a cartoon, though. Yeah. yeah. But that was from the 90s. Ni- no, that was that from the 90s? No, no, no that's cool. That's like 50s, dude. Was that, that? That's like an
1: old... Damn. That's like an old, old, old... I had that on VHS,
0: too. Yeah. I don't remember, remember asking I mean, for that. That's but... a great one. Yeah. That,
1: that really... That actually is a classic. <laughs> yeah, Homeward Bounds. I would say it holds up. I mean, there's a lot of things, as until you see, that are pretty fucked up. First of all, the parents are terrible. Yeah. These kids. They're just... And they're so nonchalant about everything. But I think... Again, it's like one of those things that it's not... Again, this movie is not for parents, not for adults, right. it's for kids. And the animals are really the main characters of the movie. Mm-hmm. So everything, you know, it's their adventure when they're, you know... Yeah. They're out in the woods, going through the mountains. So that's that's really what it's based around. So they don't... They're not too concerned about the dialogue
0: of the, mm-hmm. the parents and the kids. But there was a... Uh, that, now that you mentioned this, there, that was a weird thing about the 90s where... They just made parents awful. Like in, yeah, yeah. in Blank Check, specifically, In like you're saying with these people, um, in, in Home Alone, the parents were kind of terrible to Kevin. Well, I think, was...
1: I think maybe, maybe there's an argument that's like because they were kids' movies. They maybe. just want to be like, adults are weird and they don't parents understand. Parents just don't understand. They don't understand, <laughs> but kids rule and <laughs> animals rule. <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's, like, something along those lines. But then again, there's some movies with, like, really awesome adults, too. The one, Angels in the Outfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, the the, car- the character true. he was with, like, she's, like, awesome. She's, yeah,
0: she was pretty great. And then, then yeah, Danny Glover. Danny Glover, Danny Glover. Oh. Danny Glover is all right. Yes. Yeah. He's he got, learned, a, he's got
1: he a heart to love. He's got a heart, yeah. <laughs> so I think they could
0: have I, I feel like they should make the adults. Joseph Gordon Levell, isn't
1: that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Young Joseph Gordon Love. Yeah, they can make the adults. Okay. I think it's more out of just laziness. They just don't Maybe. like them. They're like, We ran out of material. <laughs> you're 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 the mother and you, you get to say three lines. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be sexist, but that's just what it was. That's what, yeah, like that's they, legit what they did in in those movies. They like in Homeward Bound and in Blank Check. The mothers were useless, mm-hmm. and they really just kind of went along with whatever. Like, well, it's like your father says that you know all the all the dogs you know have to go away now <laughs> because that's what he said. He said we're, we're moving to a new place. I will say that I, we, we, we there's nothing I can do. Yeah, I, my hands are tied.
0: That was one of the good things in uh, Bushwhacked, where one of the kids' moms was essentially she was the group leader of the of the group, the group leader of the group. Jesus, the
1: group leader of, of group leaders. Yeah,
0: I'm. Uh, that was a terrible sentence. It's okay. She's the group leader of these kids, mm-hmm. and I guess the the boys they were like, oh, we want like a, a male role model, take us hiking or whatever. So she finds she finds who was really supposed to be the the guy to take them on this this trip and he was like this guy who's like hiked the himalayas and this and that of course and then of course because 90s mix-ups or whatever but uh once Mm -hmm. once they figure out what's going on and that like she the kids didn't go with the right person she kicks ass and she like finds out what's going on and she finds out where they're going and she Yells at the FBI agents who are, aren't like doing anything. And then she like hauls ass up the mountain in like a, a Humvee. So I will tell you in that one, that mom kicked ass. Yeah. Good for her. Well, that's push good. Whacked. That's good. Bushwhacked. <laughs> Mom's <laughs> kicking ass. it ass.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess occasionally the 90s hit the mark. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Every, every so often they could do it. So what, I mean, what are we, oh, you, well, you have a couple more movies, right? The I movie have
0: one movie. more oh, that right. was possibly one of the worst movies i think i've ever seen in my entire life it's funny cuz this i don't
1: remember, I don't remember liking it the first, I actually remember as a kid, like, yeah. not like this movie.
0: As the movie, A Kid
1: in King Arthur's Court. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I did. I just knew it was, oh, it was like, oh, it's a kid from Rookie of the Year. That's yeah. cool, but I don't remember ever enjoying it.
0: I, like, vaguely remember liking it. I think that was, this was another one where, I don't know how I started acquiring all these VHS's when I was younger, but I remember when I was, like, really young I, I kind of liked it. I was like, okay, that's kind of fun, whatever. And then what's what's funny about this is uh, upon rewatching it, I realized that Kate Winslet and Daniel Craig are in this movie. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you now I have to watch this again. Really. And by the way, Daniel Craig is actually good. I mean, and granted, I don't know if it's necessarily that he's good. He's the best actor there. So yeah. the other people weren't given much. They were so bad that, right. that he looked so, good. Yeah, I'm maybe not, he just, just brought 100% right. to the role. That's what I want. I'm, I'm curious about that because he was, I actually enjoyed every scene when he was there and his parts because he was like given like a legit performance. And it seemed real with his 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 role. And I couldn't tell if it's like, all right, Daniel Craig's actually like a really great actor or these other people are so awful they don't know
1: what the fuck that <laughs> in
0: in like comparing them, he looks amazing, you know. Yeah. But yeah, he was pretty good. The movie itself was unbearable though. Unbearable. Like, really? It was super 90s, where like to the point where he's making all these really cheesy references to the point where it's like, dude, we, all right, we get it. You're you're from the 90s. You're not in the 90s anymore. You're in medieval times. Okay, mm-hmm. we get it. And he goes to the blacks and he gets the blacksmith to build him rollerblades for the the princess so now they're rollerblading around Mm -hmm. the the castle yeah Mm -hmm. rollerblading and then he has the the blacksmith build her a bicycle and it's like it was legit like a a bicycle with training wheels on it oh really and she like shows up she's like what is this and he goes it's a mountain bike oh
1: yeah (laughs) I guess you can convince
0: anyone during that time that it's a mountain bike and he just keeps making like 90s
1: references yeah like, Nineties, I to get my Super Nintendo
0: ready, like pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. He, he like would. Oh my god! He. Would, oh my god! There were a few moments. So, uh, I. This. It's. It's so bad. It's so bad. So I guess in the beginning. The, the bad guy, he might as well just write a sign on him. it, it was the, the bad guy was the villain from True Lies, that one movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one. I barely saw that movie, but yeah. regardless, the, the bad guy essentially should have just been wearing a sign that says, I'm evil. <laughs> just from the second you meet him. I am a no good Yeah, from the second you meet him, it was just like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Yeah. It, there's no subtlety in that. But anyway, so I guess he shows up in the banquet hall where King Arthur is speaking to the kid and he like knocks the kid over and goes like essentially goes like I challenge you to a duel or whatever because you're the one being challenged you get to pick your weapon and he goes he like he's thinking he's like a weapon I don't know what I'm gonna do and then he sees horns from like a like a ram's horn or something like that yeah and he takes out his Walkman and takes out the earbuds and he goes I choose rock and roll and he sticks the earbuds into the horns oh, and no. starts playing the music and they're like oh yeah exactly exactly
1: oh it's so terrible! Oh, but, but this like, movie—I could see like a like a little kid in the '90s maybe thinking yeah. that's funny. But like, if a kid watches it now, they're like, they're like, "What's rock and roll?"
0: Yeah, this movie made Martin Lawrence's Black Knight <laughs> look like Citizen Kane. <laughs> 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 that's how bad this was. Yeah. Oh Martin my god, Black Knight I, is pretty terrible. The worst part was then, like towards the end, like to save one of the princesses, he takes. Calvin. And by the way, this is the kid from uh, American Pie, the, I guess the one who is dating Tara um, Reid. Tara Reid, yeah. Right, and he's in Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, Yeah. Which yep. was, I think, what, what probably
1: got him cast in this movie. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, this kid was good in that movie. Right? Yeah.
0: So he takes out the, the CD player again, and he, he takes out, and I guess the bad guy's holding a knife to the princess. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do? Fight me with rock and roll again? And he goes, no, I'm going to use the equalizer. And he takes. He opens it up and I guess because of movie logic, he shines the, like the laser from the laser reader in the CD into the guy's eye and then he falls off the castle wall and like into like a moat or something that, or that's not how CD players
1: work. No, I mean this movie just sounds super lazy. Uh, Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. It was just... So, oh, so cross it was that mo- one off the list. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever okay, watch it. it Zeus and Roxanne. I'd, I'd rather watch Zeus and Roxanne, yeah, to be Zeus honest. and Roxanne is boring. I, I couldn't believe how boring is. I'd be was fine with that, because then I'd just fall asleep or whatever. But this was too bad that you couldn't even fall asleep. It was just a, a, an annoyance on your ears. Yeah.
1: And you know, this. I always wonder now, like, what movies that have come out in recent years that, like, 10 years from... 10, 20 years from now, will be like, oh, God, like... That's such like that was very much of the time. What do we call this decade? With the
0: that we're in right
1: now. Yeah, I guess the the twenty tens. The tens. The tens. Yeah. The what was the, the aughts before? Right? I don't like any of this. I just like
0: I. I don't know. I can't.
1: I can't define. It'll
0: be it. easier uh, come twenty twenty because then it could be uh, the, the roaring twenties again. The
1: twenties. Oh. Boy, that's the new so 20s. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think there's there's a lot more that I want to watch or re-watch. One, one that comes to mind is Heavyweights. Yes. And that one, I... I hope it holds up because I I love that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. So,
0: <laughs> so we definitely got to do a, a part two of this. Yeah, we're
1: gonna do a part two. Maybe not. Um, maybe not the next episode. No. But maybe like like a little down the road. We'll, yeah. s- we'll spread it out. We'll space it out because this is definitely uh, something that we want to revisit. Yeah. And I think it's pretty cool. I think most of these most of these are kids movies. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to we'll mix it up with some kids we'll make- movies and some some adult fare. Yeah.
0: And uh, we want to know what movies did you go back to. That you thought you at least a lot liked back in the day, that you now revisited, and either do they hold up? Do they are they pieces of garbage? Yeah. Let us know. Send us comments or something. Look yes. us up. We we have ways to be contacted.
1: Yeah, and feel free too to send us suggestions of things that we should watch. Definitely. You know, and that you might want us to cover for an episode. Yeah.
0: If you have anything something. you want us to talk about, let us know because we're we're definitely open to it.
1: Yes. All right. Well, I think. Uh, That pretty much wraps it up, right? Yeah, man. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
0: Peace.